Hello and welcome to Saints Cast. It's a podcast about uh, learning to love the Northampton Saints and rugby in a new area. My name's Andrew and I'm here with my co-host Guy. Guy, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. Been going all right. Yourself? Good. It's Christmas time. Well, it's nearing Christmas time. It's nearing. I know. Christmas jumpers are out. Um, one of my yeah. favorite parts of the year, especially us being Southern Hemisphere kids, it's nice to be able to wear a nice ugly jumper. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that part of it's been good. I've I've enjoyed the fact that everybody wants to go to the pub every day or catch up with somebody every day. In yeah. December. Like, it's just this frantic rush. It's like, oh no, we're not going to see you for six days. It would be would be get a catch up in December. Is, but it's is, not. Nice. Is that is, is that our excuse for not hosting a podcast in a while? It's probably part of the excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. We either we either drinking or we hanging balls. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we're sitting here with the tea at the moment. Yeah, and that's really nice. Yeah, it's usual, usually a nice little cheeky IPA. Yeah, yeah, but it's really nice to not be doing that at the moment. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so we've had a couple of games, I think, since our last um, catch up, Andrew. We've had two two entire games. Yeah, we've had Newcastle and we went down, a bit of a and then we lost. Oh, we beat uh, the Dragons. We'll probably start fresh, mate. So we, what was it, forty six fourteen or something? Yeah. Over? Dragons, um, I, I, be honest, did you watch that game? No, well, yeah, I knew me, the result me. was going to win, what was going to happen, but we, we but quite, you, you had faith, basically, yeah, 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 we, I mean, we got two, there's two awful teams in our pool, and one ridiculously good team that's winning the top 14, so, mm. and I don't think we can qualify anyway, so the, the European games are kind of redundant at the moment, um, we have to be Claremont away, which is highly unlikely, yeah, um, and, unlikely. yeah, but that might get us through. Other than that, we I might get some away trying. goals as well. Hopefully, yeah. It is the away goals rule. Yeah. I mean, they did put fifty on us at Franklin Gardens, <laughs> so we're gonna have to get quite a lot of goals. They've got quite a lot of away goals there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tim, Tim and I, I, th- I think it's Tim. I oh, know that's La Rochelle. Also, Tim and I, Williams is running the cutter for one of the British sides. Yeah, kicking goals and stuff. Yeah, um, he's got the talent to do yeah. it. Eh? Side so two, Alves doing it before Claremont. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's he's, just, he's, he's let's take utility Polynesian back, backs and make them first fives. Yeah, on fly halves. Um, it's interesting, but yeah, yeah. It, was um, a, it was a drubbing. Yeah, um, but we more focused on um, the Premiership, mm-hmm. and we kind of we played our own game and watched the back the last sort of fifteen to twenty minutes of the yeah. Newcastle. Um, Northampton game something that's really been messing with our um, with our Saints watching and this is becoming the excuse cast not the Saints cast but um, but um, is the fact that we play Surrey 3 social rugby for the Wobs the Worthold Boys Surrey, Surrey 3 professional rugby no we're 11 but we are 11 slots below the premiership but that seems yeah. to mean that we play at the same time as yeah. the premiership um and uh, it's you know we we'll, we'll tend to kind of be watching on the phone or the train on the way there or trying to catch a shred of the match afterwards or something like that. Yeah. But um, it's been a bit, it's been a bit hard. Um, yeah. I think at least we got like the whole of January off, but then again we're not in the country and mm. a bit of the Feb. And so I mean we're going to make a bold statement and say we're going to get to Franklin Gardens. Yeah. Sometime in January or February next year. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we've been to a home game, but we it have. wasn't talking them exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but one of we just watched the highlights again just to refresh our memories but um, if you didn't know what happened in 
the Newcastle Northampton game a couple of weeks ago. This is probably one of my biggest gripes in rugby. Um, almost worse than well, diving in football. Well, give us give us a summary of what happened. In yeah, the game. so we we were up fourteen nine, um, last last minute, and actually in the game in the eighty sixth or eighty seventh minute, it was ridiculous. Uh, Newcastle were hammering about, just picking going on um, on our line for yeah. a long time, and they were blatantly they were just going they were picking going just right near the post. Yeah. Um, to try and get that, and eventually they did. Um, they pushed up against the post try because the ruck was literally right next to it yeah um and so just put up against it try time and that was it so yeah. uh you can't defend it was, it was impossible to defend that yeah well we had a guy on the other side of the post he couldn't see what's happening without being offside but, yeah ben france was pretty much almost lying down near it to yeah. try and stop it but he couldn't get in front of it because the ruck was right there yeah um and if he does that's a almost a penalty try anyway because yeah. you can't lie there so this is like they, they change the rules every flipping year in rugby which is, I, for, I, I don't mind so a lot of different rule changes is good because it makes the game faster it makes the game cleaner at times well imagine if scrums were where they were well, 15 years ago or yeah. 20 years ago but my, my thing is like this they, I don't know when this rule got bought in but it's basically to score a try against an upright and it counts is yeah so stupid because it's it's so easy for the attack to move the point of attack away from there and you're just bringing in a foreign object that theoretically can cause damage in one way or another injury wise yeah and you're bringing in like because of safety they make the pads about 20 meters thick well yeah when the rule was introduced they were probably just pool noodles exactly yeah. yeah i think that's how the pool noodle was invented was because it was a rugby post Protector. I think it was a didgeridoo. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the original. Yeah. Um, but and I I can understand that, but now I can't. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely a lot ridiculous. Of area to defend. Yeah. Um, and you you basically scoring a try on the one and a half meter line when you're scoring. Yeah. Now, um, so, uh, world rugby aficionados out there, uh, Peshop, and what's his name? Billy Birmingham. I, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, no, the, 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 Who the hell is Pichot? Oh, Augustine uh, uh, Pichot. Augustine Pulu. The no, guy who pulled no, the... Um, Augustine Pulu pulled... No, Pichot is a... Augustine Pulu pulled the goal pad off the, that, um, yeah. off the post in an um, NPC game so that he could prevent them doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's quality. I reckon he should be allowed to do that. Yeah. No, Pichot is in charge of World Rugby. Uh, along with not Billy Birmingham but someone sounds similar like that um, but they need to change it they need to figure out that because uh, I think that's ruining rugby a little bit well and it ruins the the odd game eh? yeah well, like... it, it, the excitement of a last minute finish yeah to win that way is I mean it's fair it's part of the rules so kudos to Newcastle yeah but it's ridiculous yeah that's my round yeah, and I like you know, and, and this this podcast has got a lot of clout, and I'm hoping that calling for any kind of rule changes on here, you know, they're going to reach, they're going to reach the ears they need to reach. Yeah, hundred yeah. Um, the rest of the game though, what were your thoughts? Um, like, do you know it. what's exciting me? What? Um, Tengere Nairobaro is just running hard. He's he's looking for work. He's not just standing in the five meter, um, channel. Just being like, what is this English? Winter bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm and cold. like people are just like, 
gently hugging his legs on his way to the trial out of the moment. <laughs> it's so, so funny. Good. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Give that guy literally five meters of space and ten meters out from the line and he's just going to drag anyone over. Yeah. So, I mean, he's starting to play well, which is really, really good. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if, if we go through on that game... And the others is like so he's playing well. We're gonna rate our points here, Andy. Oh yeah. Probably give points. him one. Yep. He he's on one. Um who two? Uh well there's uh Ta- Taimana Harrison and Corvus Reinhardt both like yeah. ran super well. Yeah. Yeah. Corvus cool. got two tries or two one tries, two yeah. tries. He got both tries that game. He didn't play the other game, but he was phenomenal. Yeah. I'd probably i I'd probably put him at two points. Yeah. Yeah. And then Corvus oh, Taimana. Yeah, Taimana. Well, I believe it was actually Taimana, not Franks, defending on the line, um, oh. and for the last try, which is a massive um, insult it's by not, you. Yeah. Imagine being called Ben Franks. <laughs> if you're Taimana Harrison. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, um, but he was—he's been phenomenal. He's just running fantastically well. How many link playing? How many tackles did he make? Which. Oh, oh no, he made, 30, 30, he made 30. He made 30. It's like 30 the most in, in, um, Since Berger, Jacques Berger. Um, and he used to play for Saracens, a Namibian fella. Yeah. But, um... Scott Berger? No, Jacques Berger. Okay. Um, if you go, if you go into ESPN Rugby, you'll probably find it. I've just searched Tamana Harrison tackles, and it said Harrison the tackle box specialist fishing tackle. Ooh. So there's actually a type of rod, which is called the Harrison. Named after just Simon Harrison? Type of tackle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, 30 tackles in one game is something special. And he did a lot of carries as well. Yeah. He's been, yeah, he's been amazing. Yeah. Um. So, that's pretty much the Saints in the last couple of weeks. That we, we fighting, what, third from bottom now? Tenth, I think. I think we're in 10th. But, I mean, the difference from last and 12th with Worcester and... Oh, sorry, Newcastle and Gloucester is how many points? Nine? Yeah. It's nothing. Not many, man. Yeah. It's, 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 been, uh, it's been hard. It's been um, a bit heartbreaking. Like, you see the... Um, from from the 6th to the 12th, everyone's got three wins. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's literally, um, you know, the Saracens and... And the Chiefs that are right up there, but um, yeah. But we, from looking at being a possible top four, we thought we could have snuck in this year. It's going to look like it's going to be a dog battle. It's a, it's a, re- a relegation year as well. Do they relegate every second year? I think so. So that's news to me. Um, oh, I don't know if it's every second year, but I think they. I think it's every year they relegate. But <laughs> I, it is. But I think it also depends if the team wants to come up or not. So oh, they can choose. I think I, I think so. Okay. Because I think London Irish definitely will come up. I don't know if any other team will come up. If so, if they want to, do they have to say like that we we're, we're capable or something? I think yeah. Well, they, they might have to be. Awesome. They might have to be certain tests that they pass now yeah, yeah. that they brought in um, because of it. But yeah, yeah, I think that's the case. So, um, so it's going to be a real yeah battle for to see it because I mean there's good there's good teams. Mm. I, I just realised uh, like Callaway was the other guy I was gonna I was gonna mention mm-hmm. as examples of him and like uh, other players that have really stood up this year. Unfortunately, yeah. all of those are Southern Hemisphere players, and I've got to ask I've got to ask you guys: Are we biased? Are we looking at the Northampton Saints and just seeing what we want to see? Yeah, probably, 
A little bit, but then again, let's throw out uh, Ludlam. Ludlam, we love Ludlam. We love Ludlam. Harry Malligan. Love Harry Malligan. He's been injured, but we need him back. Um, yeah. The old Tom Collins. Uh, True. Well, he, we the, haven't seen much of him. The right? young guys coming up have been good as well. Yeah, so Ollie Slatehome. With Tom, um, the, the Grayson. Yeah. Uh, is, is he, he the 10? He's the 10. Who's yeah. the 13? He's another 13 who's really, really good. Where's the Burrow? No, he's he's played. He's been kept for him. Oh yeah, 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 um, but he's actually improved. I never really was the biggest fan, but I mean, I'm getting swayed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, may, maybe. Um. No, I see Tuala at the moment is hasn't been going too well. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that spark at him yet. So so now I'll ask you what I asked you four weeks ago. Yeah. If you could sign anybody, not necessarily from the southern hemisphere, but in any position. For the Saints, who would you pick? Because I'm looking at the back three. I'm like Asituala, um, Tom Collins, um, Nairo. Nairo. We've there's, there's Ken Pesci who's still to yeah. come back. Um, Centers, Bellingham got, can cover fullback. Yeah. So centers we've got Callaway. He can also play wing. Luther um, Burrell, Pierce Francis, that yeah. other guy. Ten Dan Bigger, world class. Yeah. Although not according to Warren well, Gatland anymore. To be fair, Gatland is playing some good footy. Yeah. Um. I'd still look at nine. Um, Reinhardt's been playing well, actually. Yeah. yeah. No, and Mitchell's a good little replacement. My miners are still front row. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say because then we look at. We do we get a loose. do we do we get ourselves a big Georgian man? Georgian, I like that. Yeah, European. Um, yeah. Well, aren't, aren't there a lot of Georgians in the French league? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Are they all in the front row? Pretty much. They're in the, in the back row. Yeah, well, um, well, our back row like Tamana, um, um, Gibson, uh, Wood, Wood, yeah, um, Brousseau, Haskell, yeah. No, we don't need anyone there. Um, but yeah, so propping is probably our biggest biggest issue. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. The Georgian might be good. I I don't know who's going around. We don't know shit about scrummaging. No, I just know that. Uh, speaking of when. I mean, we have to relate it to football that we do know, which is the Wobs. Yeah. Um, Surrey 3, 11th division down. Yeah. Um, is that we actually had two props for the first time in uh, this season. It was very exciting. Yeah, and we scored in the 20 minutes, we had two props, we scored three tries. Yeah. Put points on the board. <laughs> so, I mean, when you're looking at... It's, at a, it's de- amazing. Defining factors that... That was the only change, really. It really was the only change. <laughs> and, like, when your scrum's not going backwards and your backs can actually do something with the ball as it comes out instead of having to scramble on it and just <laughs> kick it out, then it's, um, yeah. it makes a world of difference. Exactly. And there have been games this year that our scrum has just been really, really been struggling and it's just completely ruined our momentum. Yeah, you can't. you got no attacking platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I think we can just strengthen up in that area. Um, I mean, as said as well, we've got a really good academy. We've got some props coming through, which just yeah. need a bit of time. Well, at the moment, we've got Waller and Painter. Yeah. Um, there's a pun in there somewhere, but yeah. I, I can't be bothered making it. Yeah, we um, And then Franks and... <laughs> and Van Vek is another one. Oh, yeah. He sounds like a hey? good scrummager. Yeah, he's Scottish. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we, there's there's people there, but I think we've seen someone world class. Yeah. Um just a big barrel Jeff Tumanga Allen yeah would be quality there we go uh, we'll get him here okay the other thing let's have a look we just actually today 
Steve Hansen has decided to hang up the boots. Yeah, um, about 15 minutes ago, in fact. Yeah, so, I mean, as I quote Steve Hansen, they, they built this up, actually, in New Zealand for a while on this press conference, and yeah. um, he was four minutes late to start. So it started at 9 a.m., of course it would be at 9 a.m. on a um, Friday morning, and he just comes in going like, right, so everyone's coming in to see whether I'm going to stay or I'm going to go. I'm going. <laughs> no build-up. No build-up, just straight off the bat, which We're, is quite good. But so yeah. he's gone after the World Cup, which I think needed to happen. I, he, he is the best coach. I think that he's close to have graced the game. He's unbelievable. Mm. Um, yeah. He's been, been with the All Blacks for 15 years. Yeah. Before that, he coached Wales, right? And people said mm-hmm. he wasn't very good. Yeah. He needed to learn. But it's the same. He's, young, he's a very young coach. He must have been quite young. That was 2002, I think, yeah. he coached them. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a very young coach back then. Um, but it's going to cause an interesting dilemma now as who's going to take over. There's a lot of different options, a lot of names getting thrown about. Most coveted coaching position in rugby. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're not going to go outside of a New Zealander. So, there won't be an international coaching for sure. So, but it'll just be who, which of the New Zealanders will there be? So, what are options? Dave Rennie. Dave Rennie. Yep. I think he's still. T- I I read a, like I'm pretty flush with knowledge yeah. about this because I read an article on Rugby Pass about it. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's. I know he's got another year on his contract. Yeah, that's the, the, he was. A, he was a contracting, uh, contracting dilemma. Vern yeah. Cotter. Vern Cotter. Yeah, I think. But also, a lot of these guys will have being be. They'll be able to break it, or they would have had clauses in there too. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Vern Cotter, um, for sure. He's somewhere in France. Can't remember where. Um, who's the other one in there? Is a co- old Jamie Joseph and the Tony Brown combination? Yeah, they took the Highlanders and underdogs to a title. Sure did. Um, coaching Japan, making them actually play pretty decently. We'll yeah. see how they go at the World Cup. Yeah, that'd be good. But um, I don't think they're ready for that sort of role yet. Uh, Scott Robertson. Yeah, Crusaders. Yeah. Real culture of fun, which doesn't go down well in the All Blacks under yeah. Steve Hansen. <laughs> I know, that'll be a very interesting one to see whether, because he's, he's a very different um, mix of a person there, right? So, Is that um, what they need? Maybe. But, like, maybe. He's, he'll have to bring in his whole new coaching staff, though. Yeah. Because... What, like, what, what I think is most likely is it'll be, like, Ian Foster and then one of those guys. But I don't know if someone like Dave Rennie would ever... We'll come back from a head, co- like head coaching coach. Role. Yeah, I know. I mean, the succession role is good. Is Ian, Fo- Ian Foster's a very good coach as well. Yeah. Is he good enough to be an All Blacks? Well, according to rugby coach. Yeah. It makes sense. They've been grooming him. Jo- and then, obviously, then lastly, there's Joe Schmidt. Yeah. Which, I mean, they say he stepped away from... Co- he says he's going to retire from coaching, but I don't believe that. Yeah. Um... Well, maybe he does. If he doesn't get the job, then I believe it. Oh, I see. But if he gets it, yeah, I just don't think he can say before he takes Ireland to their best chance to win a World Cup that he's going to leave them and coach New Zealand. Yeah. Straight after that. So, um, yeah, he's in a tough position in that regard. Yeah. But that's going to be really interesting. Um, so watch the space. If you if you have any opinions on that, please let us know. Yeah. Um, Saints. Cast podcast. podcast 
at gmail.com. I think, yeah. So saintscastpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, it's true. I just checked it. Saintscastpodcast yep. at gmail.com. Yep. Please feel free to abuse us for our opinions. Yeah. Send in any kind of, any kind of uh, text message, as in a message made of text, or a voice um, note. A voice note is also handy. We'll play it online almost immediately. Yeah. Believe it or not, we don't get that many of them. Yeah. I've never got one of them. Not one. I think I've, the only message in our inbox we got is I forwarded on a Lovell Rugby um, weekly deal uh, yeah. into it. Just and so that, I really should, that should be in the promotions tab. I'll fix that now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's from me. It's not from promotions. I'm um, promotions. So the other things I want to t- touch on in international rugby, Andrew, is the Barbarians. So they came and they beat Argentina two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, with a 38-36 win or something, something cracking drop goal last minute to yeah. win it um, and they just looked like they were having so much fun do you see the footage from before the match <laughs> yeah, it yeah like it was after the match yeah and just like singing songs chanting Malcolm, Malcolm Marks yeah. yeah he'll be coming around the corner Malcolm, Malcolm Marks. Marks yeah bang a tune um, but I, I I reckon as rugby and like do they already play... Everyone plays a lot of rugby. They're playing ridiculous amounts of rugby at the moment. Yeah. Do you need more of those games? I don't think you need more Barbarians games, but I think we need those good players to play. Uh, so, like, South Africa really propped up. So the Springboks really propped up that side, which was good yeah, well, to were... keep it the quality. But it would have been nice to see some All Blacks and some Wallabies. And, yeah, well, well, I know I know the the European ones couldn't have done it, with the window because of their windows and yeah. those sort of things but um, yeah it just would have I, I think it kind of seems the Barbarians is like struggling for for players I might be wrong but well it must be tough because you made the point that they're, they're South Africa let them do it just so they get a payout because obviously the rand is so much yeah. um, lower than than any other currency that they really struggle to the the pool overseas is so so big. Yeah. So um, I mean that's that's like a hundred thousand rand plus two hundred thousand rand game for them. Yeah. Which what is huge. What's that? Ten thousand quid. Yeah. Maybe I like I I'm that's a complete guess, but yeah, I reckon it'll be around there. Um. But yeah, so they yeah, so Springboks will let them it tops up oh. their kitty for the year. It's not good. It's five thousand five hundred pounds. That's one thousand. Yeah. Okay. So, so so they must be getting more than that. Yeah. Anyway, um, they <laughs> maybe four hundred thousand. <laughs> it's brutal. So yeah. um, so what I remember, uh, I I feel like what happens is, the barbars are almost used as like a trial side, that someone like um, Rusty Mus- Rusty Erasmus can take over. And just be like, here's players in some different combinations. Here's a different challenge for them. I'll see how they go. Um, he did that with his A A team, yeah, um, against the against Argentina. But I remember the All Blacks basically got their run of it another year, and they put in like Richie Moanga before he was an All Black. Oh, they put in Mitch d- Drummond. Drummond d- um, uh, what's his name? Hunt Dylan Hunt. Yeah. Um, that, Jeff Twang Allen played that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just a coincidence with the way that, that like, they do the, it. The fixtures yeah. line yeah, up and, yeah, yeah. and who's available and that sort of thing. But Bad point. Um, that would be one of the funnest, like, fun, funnest tests you could ever play. At. Oh yeah, 
And I think they got, which was really cool as well, they just got this guy, the Reserve Nine, who was just playing club rugby in Fiji. Oh, nice. And he played. Nice. Um, which was and amazing. they got one. Just, <laughs> yeah. Hard. Yeah, but I mean, it went all right. It went pretty good. Um, yeah, so I love, I, I love those games, and I think we need to keep them going, which will be... Do you remember the Possibles versus the Probables game that oh, they played in like back, 2005 or something? Yeah. For the All Blacks? Um, yeah. I love I loved those sort of games. Yeah. So that's, yeah, may, long may those come and maybe they tour again like they did in the summer and get some European players to tour. Yeah. Play Pacific Islands. Um, speaking of Pacific Islands as well, they had a Super Rugby team dropped or like rebuffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is disappointing. But, I mean, Super Rugby's the formatting at the moment. They just don't know what's happening. Have they decided what the new format's going to be? No, not yet. Um, but I think everyone knows it's going to be round robin, or wants it to be round robin. Mm. So they need to drop a team to make it work in the amount of weeks that they have. Yeah. Uh, what, what about if they add a team from um, Western Australia? Because they're, like, a good distance between South Africa and... They've just dropped the team from oh, Australia. Have they? <laughs> Shit. Let's just do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would no. work so well. Well, my one is that, like, get a Pacific... You could make it 16 and do round robin. That's, yeah. And then just make a top four stuff, at top six. Yeah. Do that qualifier. But get a, get a Super Rugby team based in Auckland that's just Pacific Island based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And play one game in each of Tonga, Samoa and Fiji. In the season, yeah. So one home game each there, but then the rest are all in Auckland. Where and they they will triple, quadruple, the amount of money that the Blues make. Why? And re- gate gate revenue and everything like that, because that Auckland population will identify with them way more than. Yeah, but how will it help the Blues? Will be a separate. Uh huh. Yeah, the Blues will be separate. So these guys will be based in South Auckland. Yeah. So basically, you'd have three teams within an hour of each other. Yeah. But. I mean, that's where the population is, so... Yeah, it'd be interesting for the Blues as well, because obviously they're pretty... Um, they have well, quite a good based. Polynesian base to them. Yeah. I mean, all Super Rugby teams do, really. Yeah, but I mean, like, these guys might be properly from Samoa, Tonga and Fiji. True, true. And I and them through Super Rugby. Well, I think there's enough enough of a base there to make that happen. That'd Sheesh. be really cool. That would be really, really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, obviously, because like there was one I think in the Australian competition, Fiji they made a Fiji side into it, Fiji Drua, and they won it. Oh, yeah. The NRC, yeah. yeah, yeah. I reckon it'd be really cool. It'd be scary. It'd be scary how good they would be. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, it, it would be that the it would be the team that all the overseas scouts would come to watch. Yeah, and you'd be seeing them in France. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so looking forward, Andrew, next week, this weekend, sorry, to, we tomorrow going. night, we've got Worcester. Oh, that's exciting. So, uh, above us on the table, somehow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they should be coming last. Um, but they have Francois Hochart versus uh, Kubis Reinach nice. battle. Very good battle. Uh, I don't know who the hell else Worcester have. Just put up, get up their team, let's have a look. Yeah, I, well, they say that... Um, with with Francois Hocard, they win like eighty percent more games than without him or something like that. Yeah. Um and I remember 
he went on the rugby podcast or I think they had a 40% win rate with him and a 15% win rate without him because yeah. sure. okay yeah sure but it was something yeah um, I can't google and talk at the same time um, but uh, yeah and he went on the rugby podcast with um, Andy Goode and Jim Hamilton don't listen to them they're shit listen to us instead but um, but they do get the odd guest and he went on there and they told him about that and he was like he told them oh no um, it's not about my performance it's about the individual it's about the team performance it's not about the individual but he took like honestly a good three minutes to tell them that yeah a in a way guy. that really made it a lot about him yeah and I found it really funny he is he's quite a quite an um, interesting character of Francois um, couple of players your New Zealander Michael Fatialofa Locke oh yeah um, is he over there now yeah he is oh shit um, Ben Teo is there probably their big name I'd say um, that they have an old Duncan Ware the fly half from Scotland oh, yeah. um, other than that some boring players uh, Vayner Dolefier yuck got it better yeah um, Bryce Heem goes alright but yeah, oh, yeah not many not many others there's just not that many names Cornell Dupree's book got a broken leg so he's out um, he's a good player too Cornell Dupree uh, the Scottish one but yeah, so we should we should get over there. I'm thinking big games. Yeah, obviously Reinhardt versus Hochart. Yeah. I'm sure Hochart's playing. Uh, who else do we see needing to have a good game there? That midfield battle actually looks quite good. Taon Olafia Offensa with um, probably Piers Francis and Burrell or Killaway. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting to see what the teams are. Um, and then in the forwards, who's going to play by injury or who needs to step, step up? Um, so our front row needs to step up. Mm-hmm. Waller needs to do some painting. Um, <laughs> Dylan Hartley needs to be not shit. Paint that Waller? Yeah, the Waller. Yeah. Paint and Waller just need to combine uh, with Dylan Hartley in between them and Dylan Hartley needs to not be shit. Um, yeah. And then our second row is good. Dave Ribbons and Courtney Laws. Um, that Dave Rivens has apparently been playing really well as well um, I just think that we just need to play our game hopefully it's not raining I don't know where they're playing um, I think I also think this might be wrong here I'm looking at who we got yeah we actually that's the we next lie. game that's on the 21st oh yeah well no next Friday. game is um, actually against Gone out is against Tim Sora, the Romanian side. Nice this weekend in the Challenge Cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, that throws that out the window. But anyway, we might talk more <laughs> next week about that. Romanian rugby. What is it? Where what? does it come from? Yeah. Finally, guys, we've just got shout outs. Yeah. And the shout out this week is to everybody who said that they were going to send us in person. Uh, everyone that said in person they were going to send us um, some form of feedback. Do we name names? Um, well not name names not name names but those people know who they are yeah and we're expecting feedback from you and I'm talking to you directly certain people that promises have to be kept you know if you can't trust um, your listeners or your podcast when they tell you on a Saturday night at um, 9.30pm not you know that late that they're going to send you some form of feedback good or bad then you believe them yeah 
and well, then I mean, it doesn't come through. I, I believe there's one of these certain people as well proceeded to shout out the feedback line um, yeah, about a, 40 times. But look, if you, that wasn't you, there's a few of you, okay? So yeah. don't think that you're off the hook if you didn't shout out feedback line over and over again. Yeah, fair. Do you know how sad it is to have set up a Gmail account and there for there to be three emails in there? <laughs> three emails that, in all honesty, should be in the promotions tab of <laughs> Gmail? It's sad. It saddens me every morning when I wake up and check it. Every every morning. Send us some feedback. We'd love it. Alright. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you ain't a saint, you're a sinner. That's way better sign off. Thank you. <laughs> Normally so bad. What was your other one? Um, keep on keeping on. I hate it so much. And I say, go over there. Oh, over there!